This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today.
why am I watching the Knicks play so beautiful? <laughs> they played so well today. They've been playing well lately. They've been playing great lately, actually. Um, I'm, I'm, I like what I see. I don't know about other people, but I don't think there's anything to complain about, honestly, with what you're watching within the past few days with the New York Knicks. Um, today was a great day for a W. Um, shout out to the New York Knicks. I knew the Knicks was going to be victorious once you watched the first quarter and you're watching Brunson literally take over the first quarter. Yes, he didn't pass enough. Yes, he didn't, you know, he, he, he sometimes didn't get guys involved. Okay, cool. No problem. Um, within that second quarter. The first, third quarter, and the fourth quarter, he got guys involved and he played well, especially in the third quarter when I seen them come out. And, you know, I was complaining about Brunson passing in the second quarter. And then at the start of the third quarter, Brunson comes out. He gives out, he gives quickly to Dom. Boom. Then he gives Grimes two straight Doms. Boom, boom. So I need I want to see more from that from Brunson just on a consistent basis. I know he's a scorer. And I know he's a guy who's going to look for his own shot first. But, you know, that's probably my only gripe uh, about Brunson. Um, the, the the first quarter, the Knicks led. They ended the first quarter 32-25 lead. And then the second quarter, um, the one thing I loved about this game was watching Dante DiVincenzo, man. Dante DiVincenzo, man. I was trolling this young man all summer long. He is playing so – he plays within himself. And that's the one thing I could always appreciate about a guy who is new to the team. When I used to watch journeyman vets join the Knicks, it used to be annoying for me. And it was annoying because these guys used to come in, hog the ball. They never played team basketball. It always felt like these guys was, was playing for themselves. And it, didn't, and it didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel like they was playing for each other. And that was one of my biggest gripes when it came to certain journeyman vets like Alec Burks and those other guys, man. I've, I've always hated guys who come in and, and just try to do too much. And Dante DiVincenzo, he don't try to do too much. He plays within himself. He plays his role. Uh, he had 23 minutes today. He was one for six from three. Okay, cool. No problem. He was three for eight from the field. Uh, but your eyes tell you that he's playing a good game and mind you i'm not a box score watcher right but he was a plus 16 so my eyes match the plus minus test when it comes to dante divincenzo played a great game cutting to the basket cutting to the rim hustling um it, it that, that that that's stuff that oh shit my fault that's stuff that i like to see so shout out to dante divincenzo man and rj comes in he was a little slow coming into the game in the first quarter. Then the second quarter, RJ hits a three. Then he hits a layup. Then he starts playing hot. I'm watching quickly. He's playing elite defense all around the court. Quickly is playing so well. He's the front runner for six man of the year right now. I'm already been, I'm, I'm making my campaign to get this young man paid. And I'm making my campaign to get this young man that award. He is busting his ass. He is working his ass off this season. And he's playing good basketball. You could tell the, the contract is not affecting his game. The first two games, I believe, of this season, it felt like quickly was thinking about the contract too much instead of just playing his game. 
Now he's playing his game. And he's playing so well that it's undeniable that the Knicks should have paid him before the season started. But, you know, it's cool. Quickly betted on himself. And that's a great bet because now quickly he's going to get paid handsomely this next summer. He was a plus 22, 17 points, nine assists. That is the thing. That is called development. And I'm going to get to Tom fucking Thibodeau later on. But that is development. He is not the same player he was from last year. Last year he used to do dumb shit, pull the ball out, come out, do a pick and roll, hold the ball a little more. This year he is way more decisive on ball. And he's a he's become a good playmaker. Not elite yet. Not great yet. But he's become a damn good playmaker. And people have to start seeing that. I think quickly has the highest plus minus out of all the Knicks these past couple of years, too. And he's, he, once again, he's an excellent defender. Four for six from three, five for nine from the field. He's also hitting his mid-range jumpers. Um, shout out to a stat I seen the other day with Tag. Um, quickly, with ten, with minimum of 10 attempts from mid-range jumpers, there's only two players, I believe, shooting above 50%. And quickly is one of them, and Jokic is the other. So that is great to see, man. Development from our young boy, man. Nine assists. Right, I know Brunson got one assist this game, and that's something I always harp on. It's cool though. It's cool. You know, you know why it's cool. You can complain, and you can get at people, right, for Brunson not passing the ball. Cool. I got at Brunson for not passing the ball in the second quarter, and I think it's warranted because when Brunson and Randall came in in the second quarter, the lead started evaporating, and I'm looking at Brunson. Hey, guy, stop the ISO bullshit. Do what got you to lead. Share the game. That's all I'm asking you to do. Share the game, right? This is why people, we get on here, me, Jeremy, Jay, we'll get at Brunson sometimes. Just pass the ball. He comes out third quarter. Like I just said, ten min uh, five minutes prior, he gives Brunson, he gives Grimes two straight threes. You got the Grimes hating crowd. They all hating inside the DM chat. Now they shut the fuck up and fan and once Grimes make the two threes. That's all we need to see. We want to see these guys share the game. So with quickly has nine assists, Brunson has one assist. I need Nick fans to understand. You have two starting point guards on your roster. You need to love this moment we're in right now. You need to be happy at this moment we're in right now. Pay quickly his fucking money. 100 million plus. Nick shot 54% from the field today and 42% from three. 67% from the free throw line, but, you know, we'll, we'll pick that up. That's okay, because RJ was two for three from free throw line, and that's the only free throw shot that we know that matters right now. Mitchell Robinson, I know you missed both your free throws, but cool. It's okay. Mitchell Robinson, right? Um, matter of fact, fuck that. Let me get back to what I was saying, right? RJ Barrett, I don't know if he's working out with Dante DiVincenzo a lot, but he is cutting to the rim finally in his fifth year. That is such a nice sight to see. That, that, that's that when another basketball player comes to your team, you start seeing him do something, it starts to rub off on you. I have not seen RJ ever cut to the rim before Dante DiVincenzo becomes a Nick. Never. And I'm a, I'm a big RJ fan. I've never seen this from him. So now that he's cutting to the rim, that's telling me, damn, I got to say this shit. Fuck. Man, got a bigger fucking bitch ass tips. That's telling me, Continuity is in play, 
right? Because now these guys trust other guys to make the pass. So that's why these guys are cutting, like R.J. Barrett, right? You got to say things like that. So, you know, once again, you know, Dante comes in second quarter, great pass to, um, great pass to I Heart at the pass from quickly. Everybody seen that play. I love that play, too. Grimes did another play where he passed it to R.J. Barrett for a cut and dunk. I just talked about R.J. Barrett cutting to the fucking rim, right? Mitchell Robinson comes in. He's the defensive player of the year, man. As so far, so far this season, give Mitchell Robinson the defensive player of the year award. You have to. He comes in the game, the lead grows to 20. You gotta, we gotta start respecting Mitchell Robinson. Stop bringing up his fucking offense, bro. It is one of the most dumbest arguments I ever seen. Tony, Billy, the other group who is dissing Mitchell Robinson for days. Oh, Mitchell Robinson offense is dead. Oh, he can't post that. He posted up today, motherfuckers. Shout out to Big Big Body Mitch, man. Block this monster, man. Defensive player of the year right now for me, right? Okay, LaMelo Ball, he had 21 points in the first half. Cool, no problem. It was cute. Cute 21 points, but he was out there by himself getting jumped. I don't know what the Charlotte Hornets is doing with their roster, but they need the tank again. They need a guy. LaMelo's not. LaMelo's, a, 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 from what I see, you want him to be a championship two or three option. You don't want him to be a one because he, he he's too reckless in the way he plays. He's too reckless, right? So going to the third, you know, the first half, Josh Hart stinks. Josh Hart start picking it up in the second in the second half. And then the Knicks in the third quarter, they allowed an 8-0 run. So I'm like, yo, Tibbs, call a timeout. He calls a timeout. The Knicks is up 88-73. Once that timeout has ended, the Knicks proceed to beat the shit out of the Hornets to the point where we was up 88-116. I just told you that 73-88 to in the third quarter. We was up 88-116 to in the fourth, right, after R.J. Barrett hits that three. That means that these boys only scored 15 points in the span of how many minutes in the NBA game? That's great fucking defense, man. Shout out to I Heart, man. I'm 20% German from now on, man. I hard keep playing like that, man. I, I don't know if I want to ever leave. So, you know, shout out to the Knicks again. Another great fucking win, right? Um, it seems like now, now here's where my narrative come into play, finally, before I give it to you guys. R.J. Barrett comes back, and everybody remembers how to play basketball. Ain't this beautiful, fellas? That now we got to rely on the third overall pick to actually win games because now he's putting himself in a position to become the Knicks' best player. We have to start appreciating what RJ Barrett is doing. Oh, I got to say one more thing, too. Yo, Tom Thibodeau, this might be the first time in years. And I already told Nick fans, if you listen to my pods uh, uh, um, and listen to me for the past couple of years, I've always said, Tibbs was my favorite coach 10 years ago, 10, 12, 13 years ago. He's my favorite coach. I, I, everything Tibbs did, I rock with when he was the Bulls coach because Tibbs was hard-nosed. He reminds me of myself, screaming at motherfuckers, this, that, and the third. Today was the first game where I actually looked at the laptop screen and I said, yo, Tibbs is coaching great. He had me smiling today. That, that's what I like to see from the coach. R.J. Barrett comes back. You remember how to coach again, you fuck motherfucker? You had me wait four years for this, you dumb motherfucker? Now the team want to pass the ball beautifully. Everybody passing the ball and getting assists. How many assists the Knicks got today? Oh, 
Oh, hold on, man. Everybody want basketball now. 25 assists? This is beautiful. I have no, I and Randall played well today, man. I don't know if I'm going to give up the civil rights speech, man. But he played well today, man. Shouts to RJ Barrett, the Knicks' best player. Once again, man. He is here. And quickly is here. Mitch is here. They arrived all at the same time. So my pre, my preseason prediction was the Knicks will win. It, it, I said either way, the Knicks going to have a horrible season, win 33 games, or something special is going to happen, and the Knicks is going to win 55 games. We're looking at the special right now. Knicks 2-0 oh when, when the big three scores 20 points each. Go ahead. I understand. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. Tied for the fourth, fourth in the East right now, Todd. It's still early. We 10 games in. We 10 games in. We 10 games in. We 10 games in. We got another 10. We got another 10 before we going to fully eval this shit. But we always going to talk about the games. That's where we pull up to the game. That's where we pull up to the post game for. Shout out to Brother State. Shout out to all the people in the building. Man, listen. That boy Tibbs. Flowers got to come out. Yo, hey. He fucking me up. Flowers right got to come out. <laughs> he, he fucking me it, 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 It's crazy because if I get on here and say fire Tibbs, I'm lying. If I get on here and shit on him, I'm lying. I never want to be a liar to Nick fans. So I got to tell the truth. Gotta tell the truth. Get them flowers out for our boy Tibbs. Look, Wait, man. Not yet, though. Not yet, though. Not, not fully. Not fully. But look, we've seen flashes of how good this team could be. We we, we really supposed to be high up. We supposed to be third seed right now. We supposed to not be tied for the fourth. A lot of these games supposed to have been wrapped up. Randall obviously was getting his body back. That's not an excuse. Those are facts. Those are facts. A guy ain't going to come off of ankle surgery, hobbling all around the, the offseason, ain't getting no gym in. All he could do is go get his mental right up in, in Italy, up in Spain, up in Germany, up wherever he was traveling to. That shit did him right. He showed up. He passed the rock. He been passing the rock. Quickly, man, this boy is so special. He's so special. I don't even know. Like, I know RJ is my favorite player, but quickly, man, like. He, 
Oh, man. He, yo, I, didn't I tell you he's worth 100 million? I told that. The shit is special. I've I, I been right there with you. I don't understand all these other people <laughs> acting like the, the cap ain't going to increase to 150 next year. It's going to be 149 next year. Pay him his money, man. He's worth, yo, he's easily. Pay him now. Five Get that shit out the way. Easily. That's nothing. That's nothing. You're going to look back on this deal like, damn. He got paid what? Pay him his bread now. Or don't. Let him keep balling out. Let him keep balling out crazy because he got that chip on his shoulder. Maybe don't play quick right now. Maybe don't pay him right now. He restricted. <laughs> He's restricted. He's not going nowhere. No. We're not. Look, this ain't this ain't a Jeremy Lin situation, right? Where you like, oh, Lin coming back. They try to put that poison. No. That's not going to happen. This team is fucking beautiful. And I don't want to fucking hear about OB Toppin no fucking more. Yo, I don't want to hear about that shit no more. I agree, bro. Uh, I don't yeah. want to hear about that shit no more. He's not a difference maker as we've seen Dante be so early on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop dissing OB. I'm not trying to diss him. You don't need to say he's not a I'm not trying to maker. diss him. Well, you know OB. what we went through. Uh, no, no, fucking, no. We ain't doing I gotta that. I got to say this. I, I got to say it, Lou. I got to touch it. No, I got to no, touch don't. it. No, you don't, because now we're going to get into an argument on a positive Sunday. No, you nah. don't. Why? Obi no. ain't on a fucking team. Because I don't want to fucking talk about him. He's not on Nick. Everybody but was what? shitting on Dante DiVincenzo. Who? Dante DiVincenzo. Oh, he not the piece. He not the piece. He looking right. like the piece. All right, people, what's wrong? You don't got to bring up Obi. You don't got to bring him up. State, that's not what we do. We don't no, bring people to the altar. that's not what I do. No. We don't bring people to the altar. We bring bro. people to the fucking altar. Bro, I'm more focused When it on comes time to it, everybody got to pay homage. I don't care about that. I'm focused on Randall and him getting his him getting back to being the All-NBA player he can be. I don't give a fuck about Obi, bro. That's not I don't give a fuck about Obi either. That's why I'm saying right, so don't talk about that man no more. All right, so you brought him up. Nobody needs to talk about that man no more. That's all I'm saying. We I don't, don't. want to see it on the timeline. Oh, this, oh, that. At the end of the day, yes. I still agree with 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 with, with uh with the, with the legend Charlie saying we missing a player that's that can fly like that, but god damn it, Dante DiVincenzo, get that boy some flowers too. Nah, get that boy not. some flowers. DiVincenzo, good money, man. He good money. He don't hog the ball. He don't do too much, man. He got uh, he he gave his respect. He earned his respect. He ain't going nowhere. That boy ain't going nowhere. We know this team is going to be trading at some point. Dante, he signed for fucking four years, eleven million dollars. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great. What? <laughs> Isaiah Hart is not getting paid eight million dollars. That, that's a what? great. My my only beef with you is <laughs> we don't bring up. I give you an example, Stan, and then then let's um go to the panel. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 for sure. I'm gonna give you an example, right? You haven't seen a Cam Reddish tweet yet today. You know why? Because the young man played well. You haven't seen Charlotte bring up Cam Reddish in a minute. You know why? <laughs> you have to stop bringing up ex-Nick players to prove your point. Leave the narrative talk to me. Leave it to me. I'm the narrative guy. Why y'all trying to steal my thunder? Y'all not narrative guys. Tony, you're not a narrative guy. 
D is not a narrative guy. Out, bro. You Everybody always think you the one and only. Everybody got bro, it. Bro, you just don't Even want to know how wrong you are about fucking about Obi. Nailing my glory. You're was wrong on Obi. No, I was not wrong. Nobody's wrong here. Why do we care? When hey, we in a win, you got it. You doing the crystal ball? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, brother. It's okay. It's okay, brother. You don't. It's okay. We not going. We not going to do it to you, brother. We not going to do it to you. You This ain't even for you. This ain't even for you, state. You know that shit. You know that shit. This shit ain't for you. I know it's for the fucking random Abbeys who's down you, there. You, you know what it's for. Who, who's shitting on who's shitting on Randall saying Obi's better, this, that, and the third. Obviously, that was the punk. Obviously, Randall's And we gonna move on from it because we already spent too much time on Obi. Right? Yeah, but, yeah man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let's go to the panel. Let's go to the panel. Who we had next? I believe um, I believe Tony was next. And then... Yo, I just... Yeah. I, to, to keep it honest, uh, I said... It means something, this win. I knew it was going to be a win. It means something because I wanted to make sure we wasn't going to, like, years past, uh, bad daytime games or play down to our opponent. They didn't. They, they didn't play with their food. They took care of business again, just like we did with the Spurs. That's a major thing to me. Um, Mitch keeps playing the way he's playing. RJ keeps playing the way Big Row is playing. Telling you nobody knows the ceiling of this team. And the only other thing I really want to touch on, I'm going to let everybody else just go ahead because I'm feeling good just like the rest of us about this team. But it's early. Um, it's real sucker shit what the NBA did in, in, in putting this fucking schedule together. I'm not going to complain about, about giving us a tough schedule up front. I don't care about that. My shit is how'd you give us all these fucking days off to, to, to come see Charlotte in our house and now we got a back-to-back to go see fucking Boston. That shit is corny, bro. You should have let us play fucking Charlotte a day ago, give us a day's rest, and have us go rested to go fuck Boston up. Because I think rested on an even playing field, I think we can surprise some people. I know there's a bunch of you who probably don't think I'm jumping out the fucking window. I'm really not that guy. Jump out. Jump out. It's all right. I, I, I'm being honest. I think we got smoke for fucking for Boston. I think we got smoke for whoever. But I would have liked to see that game tomorrow on some rest. That's all. It, it, it was sucker shit. You know what I mean? But other than that, let's go, Knicks. Keep doing your thing. Stay, stand. You already know. Love is love, man. You already know, Tone. You already know the fucking vibes. You know the vibes. Yeah, man. Who is next, man? Um, I only want to hear company man takes today, man. I don't want to hear. <laughs> just... I think it was Deej. Um, and then I, I think that's Charlotte. I'm not sure if it's James. I know Charlotte was was out and about early. It could be. Wait, um, oh, wait, hold on. Is that who I think it is? Hold on. Okay, that is Charlotte. Okay. Deez Charlotte, what you got? These and Charlotte. Hold on, real quick, respectfully. Ralph, you've been a witness protection. For the past two weeks, I have not seen you post a tweet. I have not seen you say anything. I have not seen you talk about efficiency because somebody shot nine for 16 today. I have not seen you talk about somebody's defense lately. I have not seen you talk about trades. Ralph, you have to come in this courtroom. You need to present your case upon why you are going in witness protection at weeks at a time. I don't want to hear about you got family troubles because I got family troubles too. So Ralph, what's your excuse today, brother? 
Stay. First of all, shout out to shout out to the space. Shout out to everybody in the panel talking. Shout out to everybody listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Yo, man, mm-hmm. I've been I've been going to games, bro. Like I, I've been mm-hmm. I've been here. I'm, I listen to the <laughs> recording. Going to games. I, I can't tweet. I've been going to games. I've been tweeting. <laughs> yeah, look at my time. I, I mean, maybe you guys don't see my tweets on the timeline. I've been making videos too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So a, a lot of it, look, I, there's a lot of stuff that I'm doing, like editing, all that mm-hmm. stuff takes time. I got to learn all that. Everybody else editing. Okay, said I've been editing. Yo, editing is a month. Yo, that thing what takes you, work. Bro, you act easy. like you're not talking to podcasters and people who run businesses. What you talking about? You can't be serious. I've been editing. What the fuck? I, Edit- I, I got to make sure the editors are editing. What are you talking about? State's a bad guy, Ralph. I missed you. I- I don't know, man. But, but look, <laughs> you know you're gonna look, come I've get these seeing, looks, Ralph. I've been, I've been seeing the games. I've been seeing RJ hooping this year. I've been, I've been. So say sorry. Giving him his flowers. I've they been sorry. giving him his flowers. But I also know that it's early. I also what, know it's still old. Yo, say sorry, man. No, say sorry, man. I said sorry to Randall at the COVID season. I gave Randall his flowers last season. When are you he gave DiVincenzo his flowers. Well, he said sorry about DiVincenzo. Just say sorry. Just say sorry. It's, okay. it's not hard. You're a grown give me, man. Give me, give me, give if you can't say games. sorry as a grown man, I, I I question a lot about you. Come on, bro. I, say sorry, bro. I would say give me, give me. I need a few more games, but it's. I'm about. I will apologize. How about that? How about give you this? Uh-huh. I would apologize for sure. Uh-huh. After game twenty. Yo, you Is that a good one. You want to hold? That's not out. good enough. It's not good enough. You holding out for him to go through a slump, so you can say uh, how, how? What you you anticipating a slump? I ain't anticipate. I said you are, because if you were I'm not anticipating it, a slump. So why you waiting until game twenty? Game twenty. That's enough games. That's like a that's a good balance of amount of games. Excuses. Continue your tape. But but I've been telling you, man. But that's that's it. I'll say this. I went to the Cleveland game when we lost. Mm-hmm. And didn't play that game. Mm-hmm. And when I also went to the Clippers game, and when RJ got, when RJ hooped, we looked so much better. Yeah, I know. We looked so much better. Oh, yeah. I know. Dante DiVincenzo, that's another mm-hmm. guy that I was like, yo, this signing. I mean, I have, and I have to post those videos. I, I can't just keep storing all these videos. I'm like, yo, bro, I got to post these. Mm-hmm. Anyways, long story short, but Dante, mm-hmm. I was already big up on Dante because he is hooping. He is so he's so important to this team too. Wanna, so, oh, yo, yo, Rob. So you want to say that? But go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Yo, he, yo. He, all right, Stan is where I'm at with this, Ralph. You want? I said RJ hooping. I didn't say RJ was hooping. You wanted to talk about RJ. I every said, uh, I said hold on. I gave RJ his flowers for hooping, but I said I would apologize after twenty games. I think that's fair. But you could give you could give Dante his flowers and I gave, I gave, I gave RJ Wait a his flowers. I didn't what? give RJ no flowers. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Dav. Hold on, Dav. We don't do that here. We have some decorum. <laughs> we don't just come up in spaces, not shouting out the host, not shouting out the people in the room, not shouting out the panel. No, you're right about that, man. My apologies. Shout out to everybody. I'll be back. Hear me out. Hear me out. Wait, you, you, oh, 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 oh. Go ahead. Jeez. Oh, oh. Devin, you sound like Terminator. 
Hey, I get that all the time. But, whoa, 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 how the fuck you get through the mic? I didn't ask you to speak yet. The audio. Respect the audio. Ralph is still cooking some franken beans in the kitchen. You gotta wait, bro. Ralph, continue your take. It's been it's been it's been good to watch, man. I, I think the biggest difference on this team is mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. ex, the extra player, Dante DiVincenzo, and that simple fact that RJ is mm -hmm. he's become who he's become so far. And what is that? Uh, I mean, I, I once compared him to Jalen Brown, man. I once compared him to Jalen Brown. Uh -huh. I almost want to do that again. Uh huh. But I need more games. Okay. I almost want to say, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have backtracked when I said that. Maybe I should have stood on that. But let's see. Let's see this season. I mean, give me twenty games and. Yo, Ralph, like, you got uh, you, you got five overall pick. You got fried bologna in the pan burning right now. The fucking, the, 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 the fucking fire alarm about to go off. We might have to kick you him ain't, the kitchen. Come on, Brody. You could cook some a better meal than that. He come don't want to. You don't want to cook, man. RJ playing too well, man. We got past the fucking skillet, man. We got past the skillet. <laughs> that's, Yo. that, that's what happened. That's what happened. Yo, it's, it's all good, Ralph. Yo, Stan, Ralph a good dude, man. That wasn't his same energy last year, man. Y'all dudes is so funny, man. Y'all, I used to I'm, get jumped on spaces, oh, RJ efficiency. Now y'all just, you, you see y'all energy? Y'all need to stay, stay with the same energy, matter of fact. You know, this cool no, talk. I, why, why stay over there. Stay over there, Ralph. I mean, you good. I, I want to get, you good. RJ's playing good basketball. It's but it's what? How many games we're in? We're seven or eight games. I can't. We're I, ten I'm not, games. I'm not gonna in. jump off a bridge. I'm not ready to jump off a bridge yet. Okay, that's your like, take. Oh my bad. We nine games in. My bad. That should take twenty games in. I need like I need a good twenty. That's what that's what solid number three overall picks do. They you know they they have consistency. Right. I need I'm, I need more. I I need to right. say yo. I can't just depend. I can't just say all this other stuff over five, seven games, and then look and then look ridiculous. We, I don't want to. Ralph, we talking game to game. This in. is a post game space. You realize that, right? This is a post game space. This is not. No, this game was, this, this is not this a nine game, a ten game space. This ain't a um first fucking uh a, a ten percent of the season in. We, we this ain't that. We're evaluating the games by the games. Yeah, All right. Ralph. All right, but but you guys were asking me to apologize to Arjun, so I... it's it's all right. 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 Who who's next? Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Charlotte. No, yo, 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 Devin, yo. Jesus. What the fuck, bro? You're not on nobody else's space. You're on the state space. You don't see state as the host. When state is the host, people know. Let me shut the fuck up and fan until State call on me. Then once I'm done with my original take, I know to cut in whenever I feel like it. Y'all know the rules. This is why recap do one-on-one. -on -one. This is why. Because you motherfuckers don't know when to shut the fuck up and fan and wait. Jesus. We're going to get to a panel, but it's not Charlotte. right now. Not right Charlotte. now. Charlotte, are you there? Charlotte in three, two, 
One. All right, Charlotte probably cooking up some Italian sausages or some shit. She you definitely in the club right now. With, yeah, with, yeah with, in the spot. Taking care of some friends right now. Oh, um, yo, so Dave. That's what she doing. What's up, bro? Uh, what you seeing today from today's game? Peace, love to the room, man. No narratives. No narratives in 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 uh in State's house. But I will be going on an apology tour real quick. Now, and State's gonna laugh when I say this. The Dante DiVincenzo apology form will be coming. But State's good in my book. He's good. He already apologized. It. There's some other motherfuckers. I'm looking at y'all. He was one said, for six. What are we talking Jackson. about? Anyway, see, see, it wasn't even for him. <laughs> but he felt guilty. But, but, he came, but he felt guilty. He felt guilty. He felt guilty. <laughs> yo, yo, Dante played well today. Once again, I, I feel crazy using this Tibbs line. But I've been running with it for the past few years. Fuck it. You don't have to shoot well to play well. I watched the game today, and I watched Dante DiVincenzo play well, even while shooting three for eight, one for six from three. So I, I don't know what, what Cassius is talking about when it comes to Dante this particular game. I, I've seen players uh, uh, have one for ten games and look good during a basketball game. Obviously, the plus-minus matches the eye test. So, you know, I, I disagree with Cassius there. But My brother Cash had red zone on. He wasn't really caught. We were watching it. He he had the games on. He had his fantasy going on. But I get it. And none of and all I was of that. And all I was that. I was moving couches actually. I didn't watch it the second half. <laughs> shout out, all shout out to Dante Divincenzo going for one for six. Shout out to you guys. All of that is completely irrelevant. But back to my point. This team needs everybody. There's no more those years of the versus matching. This team needs everybody. So I just want to shout out everyone in the room for that acknowledges that. I want to shout out everybody in the room that's more about being a Nick fan than being a fan of just one particular player. Because all of them go through dry spells, every single one of them. But when they all play well, we're undefeated. I repeat, when they all play well, we're undefeated. So shout out to the R.J. Barrett. Multiple calls about my Ravens smoking the Browns. Shout out to the R.J. Barrett Hive. Shout out to the IQ Hive. Shout out to uh, Ralph and the Randall Hive. Shout out to State and the Mitch Hive. That Dante gang. That, shout out to me and the gang. Shout out to everybody that's repping the squad. The point is, the Knicks are undefeated when they all play well. And that's what we need to start to having real conversations about that. Uh, the lucky number for us has been that assist ratio. Every time we over 20 assists, we undefeated. So that's, that's a nice little ratio. And yeah, yep. like... What what me and State was talking about in a chat is like about the passing. But you know what me and State could agree on? It's about these people finishing the shots. So I agree. I don't think he said anything wrong about Brunson passing the ball. But I was trying to inform him that these people got to start making these shots. And you can see the difference. Grimes made two in a row. And then he fumbled and he missed one on a on a on an easy probably would have been another three. So that's good to see. You saw him feeding Mitch, but it's not just it's not just Brunson. Like this whole team relies on their passing capability. RJ's best feature that I've been hearing since day one is that he gives up the rock. So now they're all finishing games around the same assist ratio. That's teamwork. So uh that's all I really got for you, State. That's all I really got for you, Stan. I'm gonna enjoy Lamar making uh Watson look like a scrub. And y'all enjoy this beautiful Sunday. Oh, and Shout out to Everything Buzz. Shout out to my people at uh, Hornets Lead. Shout out to my man, Darian. Tough game without Scary Terry. 
uh, without Miller. Miller went out in that first quarter. He was uh, he was about to start cooking. Shout out to them. Clearly, we're we're better than them. But again, shout out to the to the opposition. Good game, State. That's all I got for you, bro. Yeah, that was that, that was a great game today. I ain't even going front. Like Dante, yo, Dante got RJ Barrett cut into the basket, man. He's he good with me. Because <laughs> you could tell when a player comes onto your team and the stuff that he does rub off on other players, right? Like you can really tell. Like, shout out to Dante, man. He played great. Shout out to Randall, man. The civil rights numbers was killing me, man. The man was shooting white man stats from 1950. It seems like to me, and, and this is just to me, he needs R.J. Barrett to play well. That, that That's just to me. And it also looks like from a from a just a person who's watching the games and, and, and just seeing from afar, it also looks like Tibbs is running the offense through R.J., something a lot of us have been begging for for years, and it's actually working, and it looks functional. Randall is playing, I don't know what this man – Five assists, three steals, plus eight, 23 points. This man, he's playing well. Julius Odom. The man Kobe Bryant said it years ago. He reminds him of Lamar Odom and Zach Randall's body. Zach Randall's body. That's a great comparison. Kobe, RIP to the beam. Uh, when Randall wants to play well, he plays very well. When he doesn't and he wants to play like a fucking bitch, then that's what I'm going to get on the timeline and start calling him a bitch. So, it, it, like, I'm, I'm, I've always been a person, and this is why I tell Nick fans, like, if I curse at you, bro, it, that's just the New Yorker in me. Don't take offense to it. I've cursed at Ralph. I cursed at Cassius. I cursed at Stan. D. Me and D got in a bad arguments last season. You see how we up here on the same panel? Because it's bigger than us. We all want the Knicks to win a chip. I know, shout out to my guy Sean over there in Knicks Wall. Me and Sean had each other blocked this whole season. I have yet to show up in the Sean space. But I could tell without without even listening to his spaces, because I still watch the post games. I watch everybody post games. I watch everybody podcasts on YouTube, on Knicks YouTube, besides my own, right? But he still puts out good content and he still talks positive about RJ Barrett. And he was one of the only people, Nick content creators who stood toe to toe with me when we drafted RJ Barrett, that this kid is going to play well and he's going to become a star soon. That's the only Nick content creator that I, I can think of that stayed down with RJ Barrett with me throughout, even through tough times. We never put him in trades. We never came up here and said he was an empty stat guy. Strickland, you bum. I don't want to see you post RJ shit. You need to say sorry. All of you motherfucker, Ralph, I want a sorry RJ video. Macri, I want a sorry RJ video. Strickland, Swinny Boo, I don't like your nickname. I want a sorry RJ video. ASAP. I'm on your ass. Hello, Cassius. How are you doing on this lovely Sunday, brother? Uh, how, how's your Sunday going? How was moving the couches today, Cassius, for the ladies? And um, <laughs> also, 
it, you're, you're very interesting, right? Because yeah. you said Dante DiVincenzo, the, the, the one for six from three, um, and you felt like he had a bad game. Can you, can you explain why? Because I, I I love to hear, like, the different things. And then after you're done with the Dante talk, um, what did you see overall? Before, so, before before you troll, I just wanted everybody to know me and Cassius are hand-in-hand hand with a particular person. I'm not going to say who. But we are hand in hand. <laughs> You're hilarious, dude. You're hilarious. No, but I'm, I'm still I'm still moving this goddamn couch trying to fit it into this to this hole. But you know, shout out to you guys, shout out to the space, state, Stan, Deej, Raph, everybody in here. Um can you guys hear me? I feel like I'm cutting in and out. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. But but um the Dante thing, it's just funny. I'm just trolling Dante. He played well. I just if your job description is a shooter and you can't shoot, like I'm going to make fun of you. That's just that it just comes with the territory. So just be prepared for that. But I thought he played every other aspect of the game pretty well. His playmaking is extremely underrated. Um, I, I do like that aspect of his game. He opens up a lot of other players on the court, um, which is good. It's a, it's a good thing. It's, it's a, you know, a little bit of a redundant piece with a Josh Hart. I think he's playing better than Josh Hart in most, in most spots. I think he's been, be, he's playing better than Grimes. I still, I'm not really sure what Grimes is actually doing or why he's here um, <clears throat> in the starting lineup. Uh, just really, it's it's starting to it's starting to be a sore for me. It's starting to be like, all right, enough is enough. We got to move on. But Dante, Dante's cool. He's a cool player. I, I saw him dunk a couple of games ago. Didn't know that was in his bag. So um, shout out to him. But I really wanted to talk about Randall. Um, I loved Randall's game early in the in the in the first quarter. Um, the way that he was setting up other guys, making quick decisions, quick passes, playmaking for everybody, um, you know, shooting efficiently and taking good shots. I thought that was a, a better aspect of his game when he doesn't slow down the basketball. Um, I thought that was very, very important. And um, the way the way he was playmaking for others, you know, they started go, going on that that, you know, 10 0 run or whatever it was. Um, so I, re I really wanted to shout out Julius Randle for that. He, he went back to old Julius Randle for for a couple of minutes, you know what I mean? So it just was what it was. But I, if we're going to see Randall for the rest of the season, that's the, the Randall that I do want to see. The guy who's making quick decisions, not holding a ball, <clears throat> wasting possessions, things like that. Um, R.J. Barrett had another phenomenal game. Um, he's, he's, he's becoming legitly, you know, the best player on his team consistently. Um, and that's the thing with young players. Can he do it in an 82-game season, right? For me, um, I, I fought battles for R.J. Barrett. I'm already past all that. <clears throat> I need to see him get six rebounds a game. I need four assists from him. If, if I'm going to talk about R.J. Barrett, I need to raise the bar, raise the tier. I need to talk about R.J. Barrett becoming an all-star. And if, and stats mean something in the league, unfortunately, just is what it is. He needs to go and get those stats. He needs at least six rebounds, four assists in order for his name to be even in that conversation. But, you know, shout out to you guys, man. Shout out to the space, bro. Um, Not, not necessarily. Um... I agree to disagree with, with with what you just said, only because Andrew Wiggins was an all-star starter a couple of years ago, averaging 17 points. And um, I think uh, if the Knicks keep winning like this, right, and I believe that the Knicks are probably – they're they're basically right now they're going on their first win streak, right? If the Knicks keep playing like this, if RJ keeps playing Brunson and Randall – the Knicks will most will for sure have three All Stars. We're, we're the biggest, uh, uh, the biggest fan base in the country, I believe. So I, I, I be fans of voting. 
I, I don't think they'll not play R.J. Barrett. But, um, you know, shout out to you, Cassius. I like that take. It, 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 it's a cool take. Everybody takes me great today, man. That's what happens when you're winning games, man. There ain't no – I can't spew narratives and say, oh, Tibbs don't like this player. Um, another guy can't say, oh, Mitchell Robinson's offense is affecting the Knicks. Mitchell Robinson's offense, you dumb motherfuckers. The Knicks scored 129 points today. Have you seen any Mitchell Robinson offense tweets yet? No. So stop the bullshit. The Knicks scored 129, 126, 111. Seems like the Knicks found out how to play basketball when their best player returns in R.J. Barrett. So um, who is next? Who's he to Chris? Chris, what's up? And it's not. How you doing, State Stan? Um, I'm great, man. I'm great, man. RJ Barrett, the Knicks best player, man, making me look good, man. After years of mental abuse. So I I'm feeling good right now, man. Very good. I do oh I do owe, I'll give you an apology uh, for yeah. Mitch, because I've been one of the Mitch offensive guys. Okay. He when he caught that ball today and didn't fumble it and then went straight into a post move, holy shit, knocked me off my feet. I was like, oh my god. He knows how to he knows how to post. That was nice. That was nice. It was, it was it, beautiful. It, it was beautiful, especially the um yo, it's funny because whenever me and D or somebody get into one of these fucking debates in the in the chat, literally the shit we debating about starts to happen during the game. Like me and D was getting into a debate with Brunson about Brunson. I kept saying, yo, Brunson ain't passing the ball to set third. The motherfucker Brunson, the very next play, literally gives Mitch an entry pass. <laughs> yo, you can't, you can't make this shit up, man. I just, it, 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 it was fun to watch today. I, I'll say that. Continue, Chris. The only issue I had with this game is that I wish we did this next week. Why? Because that's the in-season tournament, and plus slash might the differential matters. So if we could beat them by thirty in that game, that would really help. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. They they have it set up the way FIBA is set up. So you're definitely right about that. But you know, Chris, man, I'm taking every game one at a time. I know I said before the season I really don't care about this regular season right here, but I do care about certain things that happens with the individual players. Uh, they're playing well, man. And I know people's getting at Quentin Grimes because of Quentin Grimes' role on the squad. And my counter rebuttal for that is you have three guys tonight who scored 20-plus points. It doesn't matter if Quentin Grimes, you know, gets a lot of shot attempts when you're winning games like that. It does matter to the grand scheme of when you're in a playoff setting and you're scared. Like, right now, we're in regular season. So we don't really have to harp on it. I'm going to harp on it sometimes, but we don't got to go crazy about it. Now, come playoff time, Quentin Grimes can't have that same scary mentality of when he has the ball and he's wide open, don't shoot the ball. He can't do that come playoff time. So, you know, Quentin Grimes, he's still in his second year. You know, he, he, I don't think he's played a full two seasons of NBA games yet. You know, I think people got to give him time. You know how you need to cope with Quentin Grimes, people, with him not shooting the ball a lot? Just call him Quentin Nilakina. Just call him Quentin Nilakina. Once you call him Quentin Nilakina, you'll laugh it off and you'll feel better about it. I called RJ Ruben Patterson for a reason. Just laugh it off. Continue, Chris. This 
this is, this was exactly what I was call, talking about in the off season, though, when everyone was saying, "How did the team improve?" The team was going to improve if RJ, Mitch, and Quickly took that step forward, and all three of them have done it. This was exactly what we needed was for those three to carry the load so Randall and Brunson can kind of have meh regular seasons and then they can be ready for the playoffs. Yep. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, man. Hopefully this season, man, you know, we we can stay intact. We can stay healthy. The, the, the biggest thing about this season for me is when the Knicks do make a trade, because they're going to make a trade this year, and – you know, if they when they do make that trade, who are you going to sacrifice in order to make that trade? Because as currently constructed, there's no reason why the Knicks should be entertaining any quickly trades. There's no reason why the Knicks should be entertaining any RJ trades, right? Did the narrative that RJ Barrett and Randall can't play together, that narrative died this season. You noticed a lot of people has not said that lately. They're playing well together. So this coincides with me wanting Donovan Mitchell on the Knicks. But I wasn't trading R.J. Barrett for Donovan Mitchell. My starting five would have been Brunson, Donovan, R.J., Randall, Mitch. And I would have rocked out with that starting five. Um, I just felt like the Knicks needed another offensive threat to offset if Randall has a bad game, Brunson has a bad game, if both of them have bad games and only RJ has a good game, or RJ, Brunson, and Randall have bad games. So that's the reason why I wanted a, a, a fourth guy like that. But you wanted to say something, Chris? My bad. No, I completely agree with you. That's why I've been so on the cap train was because I said he seems to be someone we could get without giving up any of the big three. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to do to take the next step. You can't push. You can't get rid of one of Randall Brunson or RJ for an upgrade because all you're doing is making like a small step forward. You have to find a way to take a big step forward if we're going to compete. Can I give you a crazy tick right now? Go ahead. You see something state? I didn't hear you. Nah, he ain't saying that. He was on mute. Probably had a second. Oh, I said, um, we can't continue to shit on Mitch and and try to say, oh, we want Cat. We want him be. First of all, Cat's team is six and two, I believe. We need to let the Cat narratives die. His team is winning, and they're learning how to win on a fly. And Cat is finally playing his role. He is a championship three or championship two option. You see Ant-Man? He's the one on their team. They got uh, Cat in his proper role. They're winning right now. Let's go to Philadelphia 76ers, another guy that Nick supposedly is targeting. The 76ers are winning right now. There's no reason why I should see any trades for these guys on this team. For, well, for this team. Now, if you want a narrative, right, because I am a narrative guy. I'm a guy who enjoys his narratives, enjoys his agendas, you know. Um, you need to do what I do, right? Let's go to this, the, the, the standings, right? Right now, 
Look at the bottom five teams of the Western Conference, for example. You got the Grizzlies, the Utah Jazz, the Spurs, the Blazers, the Clippers, right? I'm going to exclude the Trailblazers because Jeremy Grant is a clutch client, and I don't believe clutch clients will ever be coming to the Knicks. I think that's dead. Unless Leon Rose does some magical shit behind the scenes, say sorry, and this, that, and third, or whatever, right? But I'm going to exclude the Trailblazers. So out of the Spurs, Jazz, Grizzlies, and Clippers, which one of these teams would be a seller at the trade deadline? One. Two. Which one of these... This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. Teams will be still this horrible. And three, when you want a narrative, think about what the Knicks need right now. They don't really need a center. They got the Defensive Player of the Year award guy at center right now. You need another tall wing. We're harping on Quentin Grimes, right? Memphis Grizzlies. I don't believe the Grizzlies are trade with the Knicks. I don't believe the Grizzlies will continue to be this horrible. Um, what I will say about the Grizzlies is they 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 are a small market, and their team is really expensive. And I don't know if their owners would continue to have that team as presently constructed together if they go on another losing season. And what also scares me about the Grizzlies is they can literally stealth tank this season have job fake one of these stupid ass injuries when he come back after 25 games, then go in the next season with another top four pick on their roster. And now they good to go with John Morant for a whole 82 game season. So if I was the Grizzlies, that's how I would play. Yeah. They're the goal. They're in the golden state warrior thing where right now they've got the perfect storm to try to get a top five pick to add to a contender. Yes. And, 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 and that's stuff that you like to see. Um, I wish Desmond Bain was up for sale because Desmond Bain would be like the perfect shooting guard for the. He would be perfect. Him or him and RJ could switch either or, but he'd be the perfect target. I'm not looking at Triple J because I believe Randall is better than Triple J, but Triple J brings other things. But I don't think the Grizzlies would trade Triple J. Triple J because Triple J fits with what John Morant wants to do, right? Um, the Utah Jazz. I don't believe the Jazz has a wing that I would like. You know, they got a lot of guard. They have an abundance of guards. Um, the only guy I think they would probably sell off, honestly, is probably Jordy Clarkson. But I don't believe Jordy Clarkson fits the Knicks right now. Um, the other players that they have on the roster is basically all guards. So I don't believe the Clippers is a good trade partner for the Knicks. Um, let's go to the next team that I mentioned. The Spurs, San Antonio. Now, San Antonio is funny because I've been said to Knicks fans, hey, look, listen, they got Keldon Johnson, they got Devin Vassell. If they get another top five pick this year, which they might, who is going to be pushed out of that team? Either Keldon Johnson or Devin Vassell. Knicks fans, take your pick. Who you want? If they lose them by trade deadline, is it possible the Knicks can get in cahoots with the Spurs? I know the Knicks and Spurs got some beef from years back when it came to the Mook Morris situation. But can they get something going there, right? Um, you know, another team that I had was the Houston Rockets, but the Rockets is <clears throat> right on schedule with, with my beliefs. I believe that Udoka is a great coach, and I believe that the Rockets got a young unit, a young great unit, and I believe the Rockets is flourishing because they picked the right uh, uh, veteran players to put with their team. I wanted Dylan Brooks so bad. He is playing so well. 
He is playing so fucking well, bro. Seems like state no bull. Mm. Shout out to Dylan Brooks, man, playing well. But the Rockets, they got Tyree Easton. They got a couple of wings over there that the Knicks can use. We just need one. We just need one tall wing. And last but not least, the Clippers. The Clippers is an interesting um, situation for me because the Clippers, <laughs> if they continue to lose the way they are, and let's say they are like 10, 15 games under 500 going into the trade deadline, would they be looking to sell off some of their pieces? Because if you're an owner, right, and you've been paying luxury tax for the past couple for the past couple of years with this Paul George Kawhi led team, at some point you're gonna want to sell these guys off and start over so you could actually make your money back. But it, another conundrum with the Clippers is they're moving into a new stadium, so it, 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 it's it's kind of a toss up. But we could definitely look at the Clippers for narratives if you want a tall wing, uh, you know Paul George. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, they they got two over there. I take either or. Give me Kawhi Leonard, even though I don't want to trade for these guys. But I both fit in the Knicks starting lineup to a T. So that's another team that you know you could possibly possibly look at. Now the Eastern Conference is kind of you know it's kind of different, but kind of the same, right? So the bottom five teams in the Eastern Conference is the Pistons, the Wizards, the Hornets, the Bulls. I'm going to exclude the Raptors, and I'm going to exclude the Nets. The Knicks and Nets haven't traded with each other in over 40 seasons. So the whole trade R.J. Barrett for, for Mikel Bridges, one of the dumbest things I ever heard. There's people who was on this panel right now who was saying, let's do that trade. Disregarding past context of the Knicks and Nets trading with each other. There's people on this panel right now who said trade R.J. for Mikel Bridges. I ain't going to, you know. Shout you out. I ain't going to do that right now. No violence, right? There's people who is in this Twitter space right now who wanted to trade R.J. Barrett for Mikel Bridges, disregarding that the Knicks and Nets haven't traded with each other in 40-plus years. We got to do better as a fan base. Got to do better. I'm excluding the Raptors because the Raptors and the Knicks are in uh, uh, court litigation right now. They're going through something, you know, the whole thing over the offseason. They were stealing shit from time. They were stealing the way the Knicks infrastructure was. Man, <laughs> it's coming to look funny because the Knicks this season, their infrastructure is looking beautiful because all of the kids are popping during the same season. So maybe the Raptors did steal something nice from the Knicks. Maybe they need to be taught something from the Knicks, right? Um, going to the next team. Now it's the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls are an interesting team because you got Zach Levine. He's a clutch client. You got DeMar DeRozan, and you got Vujicic, right? You already traded multiple lottery picks off your team. So the Raptors could have, I mean, so the Bulls could have had Franz Wagner, right? And they could have had Anthony Black. They could have still kept Wendell Carter Jr. And they could have still kept Larry Marketing. The Bulls drafted well. They just did not know how to, you know, manage it. And you never manage your team and, and, and build your team around a championship three option and a guy like Zach Levine. Because this is the results you're going to get. These are the results. Now, can Zach Levine get had? Yeah, he can. But I don't think the Knicks will be able to get him. He's a clutch client. 
Y'all know my clutch client narrative is very strong. I'm not interested in talking about clutch clients to the Knicks. I think Zach Levine will be going to Philadelphia, if anything. Um, there are a bunch of other teams, too, that could use a Zach Levine. But, you know, he's a very interesting name for me. Um, DeMar DeRozan, I really don't want him. He can't shoot no threes. If you get DeMar DeRozan, then you got to change R.J. Barrett and Jalen Brunson's role on the squad, and I'm not doing that right now. Not for no DeMar DeRozan. Absolutely not. Um, now, when you look at the Charlotte Hornets, God, I love LaMelo Ball. LaMelo is so special. Get that man away from them bums. You got this man playing with JT Thor. And who? Get him away from them bums, man. The Hornets got to build a better roster around LaMelo Ball, man. And it starts with, I think the Hornets should genuinely trade for Brandon Ingram. That's the one team I'm looking at, and I'm saying, listen, they 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 gotta trade for Ingram. And I would trade Brandon Miller for Ingram. I would. And I would trade him for Ingram because my 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 franchise guy in LaMelo Ball needs to start experiencing winning. That is what it's about. If it's you got Buzz winning. City ready to hop off the mic for that one. Shit. <laughs> shit. LaMelo Ball, they, shit. They got to start winning, bro. That's what, Once you get paid the way LaMelo Ball got paid, you have to start winning. Or people going to start looking at you like you're the problem. And you're the guy with the biggest contract on the squad, right? You got to produce some W's, man. But they're not producing W's. They're not building the team correctly around LaMelo Ball. And the Hornets is a team. I'm not talking about the Knicks trading for LaMelo Ball. I'm just talking about the Knicks trading for a guy like P.J. Washington, right? One, just a, a, a wing, just a tall guy who could defend multiple positions, hit some threes. You don't need, we don't need to depend on him to hit his shots, right? So shout out to, to the Hornets, man. Shout out to LaVar Ball, too, man. I, I hope LaMelo Ball asks an offer the Hornets and say, I only want to go to the Knicks one day. I hope he does. LaMelo Ball is one of my dream trade targets. It's him. It's Luka. Giannis is off the table, so I can't mention Giannis no more. Well, it's him and Luka. Those two guys right there, I would trade the fucking farm for. Take all, take a decade worth of picks. Bye. See ya. Um, the next team. Um, yeah, what's up, D? No, I mean. You know, for me, just me specifically, it's too early for trades, but this conversation is always held privately. You know, Gordon Hayward is one of Tibbs' favorites, so just wanted to throw his name out there, too, in the equation. Yo, this fucking girl, oh my fucking God. Yo, I'm a just tweeted that that RJ might be an all-star, so you know how to ask him, so, so did he get better? <laughs> Does that man say he couldn't get better? <laughs> I don't, Where is yo, Jay in the spaces? Why yo, he not in it? You know what it is? You tweeting? You know what it is, bro? Can you share that tweet at the top of the screen, please? <laughs> you, you know what it is? I think some people don't like to be confronted uh, uh, when they're wrong. So they rather just stay to the side and hope that people forget all the stupid shit that they said. Um, I'm gonna get them now. You know, it's a bunch of them motherfuckers. Fly. You know, I tagged them. Put it in the quotes because I don't know how to. I'm. I don't know how to do all that big, big uh, jumbo screen shit. You have to click on it. 
tweet, press the uh the three buttons at the top, and they'll say and they'll say at the top, um, share to share to the space. Oh, I don't know, my phone's just bugging out. I guess my share only say share feedback about spaces. About spaces. Wait, RJ might teach me yo. that shit. I put it in the chat though. Yo, yo, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, State, I appreciate you for having me up here. I got to this game getting real dicey between Baltimore and Cleveland. I got to go. I'm going to try to, um, I'm trying to get out of here soon. I've, I've been hogging the fucking mic because uh, I want, um, my guy, everything to go and I want my guy Snotty to go. Let me just get through these last two, these last two bum ass teams. Um, the Wizards, the Wizards are two and six. The Wizards have Kyle Kuzma and they got Jordan Poole. Those are the only two guys. They got Corey Kispert. They got Denny Azevedo, whatever his fucking name is, another tall wing. But those three guys is the three guys that I'm looking at that the Knicks could get um, by the trade deadline. And, you know, we could probably get those guys for free because the Wizards need the tank. They need a guy. Their roster's horrible. I think they have the worst roster in the league. And also I think guys is being miscast. Kyle Kuzma is a championship fourth option, right? Jordan Poole, championship fourth option. When you have two championship fourth options on your team, trying to run a team, that's what your record look like, a two and six. Uh, last but not least, the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons don't have the wings that I want. They do have bogey. Um, they do have Jaden Ivey, who's, on the, who's probably on the outs on the Pistons. Uh but that's another team we could we could look at, um, just in case if iHeart one of the bigs get hurt, they still got James Wiseman getting DMP. So, you know, as long as you know these teams are losing, I think the Knicks have a chance to 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 trade with any one of these teams, man. Um, but shout out to the Knicks, man. They they're not a bottom five team. Uh, we are five and four now, uh, three game winning streak. Something is brewing with the Knicks, man, to the point where. Jay from Florida saying RJ really might be an all-star, man. This is beautiful, man. It's time to wake you motherfuckers up, man. I'm ha I'm I'm happy the fan base is finally waking up to RJ Barrett, man. Uh it's been a cool four years with him. Year five. Year five, he becomes an all-star. Next next offseason, we're gonna have to make a trade then. You're gonna have to get another current all-star then. RJ makes an all-star. Guaranteed. Yo, Snot, what's good, bro? You ready? <sighs> Everybody, what's, what's, hey, what's the style for? I don't think you know this, bro. It's my first room I done stepped in this season. Right. So wow. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's been real hectic these last these last couple of weeks. But um, I even I ain't even really get a chance to watch the the full game today. I had to help my step pops with some. I had, but anyway, look, number one, what it do? What it do? Ain't nobody loyal and true like orange and blue. And then on top of that. L State, what it do, my guy? Nick's uh uh, uh Nick Stan, uh, Cassius, the whole gang is here. I love it. I love it. I ain't I ain't here from Charlotte in a minute. I don't know where she at, but yeah, everybody out there get eating pasta and shit. Getting shit. Every, and hey, shit. She, she in little like she in little Italy right now. It's all good. But um, <laughs> hey, yo, um, State, remember what we remember what, remember what, remember what we had to uh say last year a bunch of times over and over again. He's only twenty. <laughs> He's only twenty-two. 
But nah, they 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 want they want people to be uh they want people to be the 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 goat himself at the age of 21, 22. You should be able to buy liquor, you should be able to uh put up all-star numbers, Hall of Fame numbers at the age of 22 uh, apparently. But um yeah, it was a lot of people saying my my man had to go. They're saying uh he's a bus, saying Darius Garland better than him, saying saying a lot a lot of crazy things. Um and I just knew it. The kid, the kid the kid showed greatness in the early season last year. Then he got, then he got, you know, a little hand, his hand cut. That, that kind of his shooting hand too, I think. So that kind of like fucked him up a little bit. I feel like so we we got robbed last year. I think that's what it was. I think this should have happened last year, but the fact that coach isn't pissing me off, the fact that Julius Randle isn't pissing me off, the fact that Jalen Brunson has the type of team that he loved that he would love to play with. RJ is coming into his own. He's taking that that step of showing. Look, yeah, um, Julius, go ahead and take that third seat. You feel me? I, 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 I'm gonna keep this one warm for this season. Don't, don't even worry about it. Like I love it, bro. I love it to death. It's amazing. It's beautiful. Um, Quinn Nilakina. Quinn Nilakina, baby. <laughs> look, man. It's look. I I love him. I love the kid. It just <laughs> put the ball up. You feel me? Just put the ball up. Um, everybody, Hardenstein, Mitch, oh, Mitch, grimy, grimy, grotty Mitch. I love it, bro. I love it. They call him, um, uh, what they, they had a nickname for him with, with his blocking and how, uh, and when he block, first came and shit, monster. it was the block nest monster, right? Yeah. yeah. My boy, yo, it's, it's beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see that everything that we complained about last year. From efficiency to ball movement to to coaching decisions to um, little adjustments, man, it is it's all coming. It's all coming to fruition. Uh, Jalen Jalen Brunson isn't trying to do too much. He's I think he sees finally. Oh shit! I don't gotta do too much. RJ's arrived. I got Divincenzo balling out. I got Hardenstein giving me everything quickly. Is looking like he's like this is about to be a leap year for him too. Like it's just beautiful, bro. It's crazy that 2024 is a leap year and now youngest favorite Knicks is about to take a leap. But anyway, um, I, I'm looking forward to that third seed, bro. I'm looking forward to it. I ain't like I said, I ain't get to watch too much of the game, so I, I can't really tell you too much. I'm gonna have to uh, go watch these highlights or go watch the playback. But I definitely seen RJ with the 24 points, great efficiency, great true shooting. Like it's this is what we this is what we envisioned. This is what we envisioned when we when we picked him number three. This is what we said. You know what? He not everybody's he might, not. Not everybody. He, not everybody. He, <laughs> you feel me? It, it was it wasn't you right. It wasn't everybody. It wasn't everybody. There's a lot of people. Uh hey, we gotta settle. Da, da, da. We should have picked Cam. Like I, I seen a whole lot of shit that draft night. But um, yeah, it's 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 beautiful. I'm I'm actually loving. I'm loving the way that we're playing basketball. I'm loving the way Mitchell Robinson isn't crying on Instagram right now. <laughs> I love the way, I love the way he's just you know buying in and he he's doing everything we need him to. The entire team, even Julius. I don't know if I buy the whole he was hurt first week and you know not really himself. Okay, well, I mean he wasn't playing ball this whole summer. Like I understand you had surgery, but like you know he had came off of some off of surgery. You just yeah. said it. How you, how you how you playing ball? 
if you come no, on surgery, you sign no, up. but I'm saying like if you came you on do surgery that. or whatever, you heal up a little bit. All right, now you should start like you should start bouncing the basketball a lot more. You know, after you know you could walk, you could like jog a little bit. You know, so you in basketball work. shape right away? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying um like I don't I don't know if it because we've seen Julius go up and down. So I don't know if it was just he was kind of trying to to adjust to maybe letting RJ take a big nah, role. I got so, you. It's not, I got you. I'm right not now. sure. It's not, I got you right now. Right. This is what happened with Randall this season. I'm gonna make an excuse for him. Oh shit. He 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 was he was hurt, right? Came off surgery, right? Uh-huh. And when he first started this season, he was adjusting his new role on the offense, which was being the third option. Third right? option. So now that he's adjusting, he's adjusting and he's getting his ankle healed up at the same time. So that's the reason why he's probably civil rights numbers. You notice when RJ came back, when RJ was hurt and he came back, you notice Randall started shooting better percentages, right? Correct. So I, I, I coincide everything, and it's crazy, but I'm happy I can do it with RJ Barrett. Randall is playing better because RJ Barrett has become a better basketball player. Player, Randall. And, and... And state catch it right. You saw, y'all heard over the summer, right? What did Randall say? He said, "I need to play with somebody that's better than me." He was trying to get the boy on Paul Giorgio, but I, I, I you know, I play better when, when when it's not. I'm not the best player on the court. We've seen that with Brunson. He had a, a better year. Now you're seeing him just be a better overall player while he's getting his body back in basketball shape true rj barrett is the best ball player on the knicks he's proven it night in night out that's what you're seeing yep. nine games in yes it's early that's what you're seeing that's what we're going to see all season because think about it like this night and this is the first time like i'm really like i'm really seeing this with, with randall and rj they've been together was it five years now <laughs> randall and rj is this is year Five, right? Five, five. Yeah, yeah. We're five together. This is the first season on my mom' grave. This is the first season where I'm looking at Randall and I'm looking at RJ, and they're both playing well together. Like, 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 I'm actually shocked. Like, I'm, I'm shocked that they're playing this well together. But that's what happens with the dangerous c-word continuity when you play with each other. For a couple of years, you start to understand people's tendencies, and you also start to understand where people likes the ball, likes the basketball. So you know, shout out to RJ and Randall, man. They, they, I think they finally figured it out. With due time, with due time, you will find the answers you need. Nah, I, I love it, bro. It's it, and so my thing is when they put that out, like, oh, I right, it was the angle, da da da. I thought it was just them, you know, trying to, hey, look. It's in a little, give him a little chance, give him some more time, whatever. I thought maybe they weren't trying to um, tarnish him. Because beginning of the season, nine games or seven eight, seven, eight games ago, whatever the case is, I was thinking Julius is getting traded this year, like at some point, you know? So I was thinking, all right, when they when they put that out, maybe they're just trying to cover their asses and, you know, being like, hey, look, don't, don't, don't watch this too much. This is just a little minor mishap because of his ankle, but like, he, he going to be good. Don't, don't like, don't, don't think his value going to go down in this trade market. But that's what I was kind of thinking, but I could be very wrong. I hope I'm very wrong. Um, yeah, yeah. You want to know what's so crazy? 
how I'm saying it's look it looks like the offense is being ran through RJ Barrett. Like, and this is the eye test. This is why eye test it is though. Number, it, this is why like I test the numbers sometimes always go hand in hand. Oh my fucking god, I hate pigeons, bro. These dudes just like to come on my balcony and shit, like and just chill. Like, y'all don't help me pay rent the fuck off my balcony, motherfuckers. Damn, my fault though. But um RJ Barrett and Randall. And I said the offense is running through RJ, right? So let's go to the numbers. You know, Julius Randle has a usage rate of 27.8 this season. RJ Barrett's usage rate is 27.1. What the fuck is my eye saying? Yeah, that's... Uh, like, and, and my eyes is seeing that the offense is, be the offense is being ran through RJ. But it's also seeing that... Quarter to quarter to quarter to quarter, a different guy takes the reign of the offense. For example, this game, the first quarter, Brunson took over. The second quarter, RJ took over. The third and fourth, Julius Randle's turn. So they're, they're finding the synergy between those three. And it, it's nice to see, man. I, I just wish... Oh my God! I just I hope Randall get those percentages up. They, they, oh my God! These percentages are disgusting. Like, how are you shooting thirty four percent from the field and twenty six percent from three? So we, we we're gonna disclude at the end of this season, and then Snyder, you can finish my four. At the end of the season, we might have to disclude Randall's first five games, bro. Because I, I can't do these percentages, bro. Go. <laughs> <laughs> that's context though that's context that's when you add context to, to to your conversation because i mean those are real things you know what i'm saying obviously if he could if he continues playing like this we could absolutely point to that and say yes he was out of shape you know he he wasn't looking he, he looked mad slow he just looked <laughs> you mean like he didn't look like himself now he's starting to get back to where he's supposed to be so we we just gotta continue seeing this from randall um, and, and the team gonna be all right. We we in a good we in a good spot. You know the schedule's looking a little bit. You know what I mean? We we eleven games out from twenty games in, and we are gonna have a, a whole a whole nice conversation in. You know, because um, I, I think the schedules. I think the the team's gonna be probably. I I want to say we're gonna be locked into the third seed by then. Yo, I'm gonna say that. I could Yo. I could say that. Let me let me let me just finish up wrap up oh, real oh, quick. My, my forearm tonight. My bad. No, no, no. We um, we 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 good. I think we. I think, like I said, that that third that third seed is definitely ours this year. I think, I think, um, uh, I think Philly gonna be right behind us. Like literally, like we we really gonna be fighting for that third seed. But I think, um, I think we get it. I think that we end up playing with this continuity into the All Star break and it goes on. And I don't, I don't know if we don't. I don't. It sounds crazy. I don't really care too much. To go and blow this team up for for a superstar or nothing like that, but if this team could be sustained, if this could be sustained, if this is sustainable, then it's like I like our chances this year as far as like getting getting even higher than where we were last year. You know, pushing pushing to that Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not saying we go into the finals or nothing like that, but I, I do like our chances, especially when you got somebody who comes in and you no. Know, we're not gonna mention the the old boy name, but um, Dante DiVincenzo coming in and replacing the person who he replaced, and the way he fits and the way he plays, 
it just it's it, it contributes to winning it just it really does contribute to winning so like i said ain't nobody low and true like orange and blue you know the vibes man we outside this season gonna be a great one not not i'm not running from no smoke i'm not ducking no smoke anybody from lakers fans to 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 philly fans to and anybody got something to say i'm on their ass so hey yo i'm gonna kick back you feel me let it let it let it let it chat love everybody in here you feel me Jeez. let's get the season going you heard yeah man um that's good yo this was a nice ass win man it's nice when the timeline can all be one um and, and, and all be themselves. Uh, I just put out a tweet. It's a controversial tweet. Uh, and in my tweet, I said, Julius Randle made R.J. Barrett a better basketball player. Uh, the reason why I say that is because we don't know what goes, goes behind the scenes. I don't give a fuck about Randle's play style when it comes to this narrative per se. Uh, I do care about a player coming on to the Knicks and showing the young players what it's like to be an NBA player, but what it's like to work hard. All I've heard these years was Randall's a workhorse. Randall's always in the gym. Oh, we got to lock the gym for Randall. Oh, this, that, and third. Randall never gets in trouble. Randall's a family man, right? And, and even though he, he plays like a bitch sometimes and you know, he don't run back on defense, blah, blah, blah. The man produces. The man wakes up and gives you a 20 and 10 on a bad night. We don't probably need that 20 and 10 no more because the other young players are stepping up. But you need that type of guy in your locker room just to ease in your young players along. Bring them along slowly. Bring them along to you bring them along to how you want them to come along. Right. So. We didn't give R.J. Barrett the offense none of these years before this season, in my opinion, right? His, his usage rate was always under 25. It was most likely always under 25. If it wasn't under 25, he wasn't utilized properly in a way where I deemed fit. And we had Randall. Randall in those years, 20, 10, and 5. 25, 11, and 4. 24, 12, and 5. Shooting 50, 38, and I believe almost 80% from the free throw line. You need those type of guys in order to bring your young guys along. Uh, a, a good example of this is on the Houston Rockets. The Rockets brought in Dylan Brooks, right? Dylan Brooks is going to help the development of Jalen Green, of Jabari Smith. You bring in Fred Van Fleet, they're going to help Amen Thompson. So you got to bring in good players who's going to challenge your young players to just be better. You don't think bringing in Brunson helped quickly out immensely? It's bringing in Brunson help is helping Quickly's career. Literally. You don't know what goes behind the scenes. None of us do. That's a fact, Steve. That's a fact. But what I do know is that those two young men play with each other for the past five years, and R.J. Barrett only knows Julius Randle. And R.J. Barrett has never come out. And, and, and this is my thing about Randall fans that, that kill me. Like, R.J. Barrett never came out and said, oh, I don't like playing with this guy. Oh, this, that, and third. I don't like this. Blah, 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 blah. Every fucking time I said trade Randall, 
or I've dissed Randall these past couple of years. You know what RJ does? Oh, you know, Randall's he's a he's a great worker. He's a great teammate. You know, RJ did the money symbol next to Randall during the interview, doing the things and shit. So you could tell that's a genuine relationship. That's his bro, right there, bro. That's that's his bro. They tight. Gen, it's a genuine relationship. I wish Nick fans was like that more. You know what I'm saying, Stan? I I I, I think it's I think it's because of people like me. I think that's why I gotta take this stance of trying to big up. You know, Randall and, and big up some of these players on the Knicks because yeah, I, I've said it in the past. Julius Randall's in RJ's way. It's one hundred percent you, State. One hundred percent. You remember? You remember that quickly thing last year? Yeah. Stay you too influential. And you're like, Randall needs to publicly apologize to Emmanuel quickly. Blah 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 blah. And then these dudes are out there practicing together, doing shit together, and you, for a week, were on the timeline talking about how quickly you don't like Randall. <laughs> now, he, he didn't like Cam Reddish. That, that's what it was. He wasn't passing the ball to Cam. Oh, no, oh, that's he, no. I forgot about that. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't passing the ball to Cam. Not and right. then what happened? He's he passed our fast as that rock. <laughs> he, yeah. he blocked State. And then, that's how you know because he blocked him. He was like, Oh, okay, I hear you. I'm gonna block you because you know what I'm saying I'm I'm getting I'm getting my fortitude up, but I ain't trying to hear that shit right now. I ain't trying to hear that shit, but I heard you. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pass that pill. I'm a, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> well, yeah, I blame myself. I blame a couple others too. Um I I I've, I've stopped doing the whole Nick versus Nick thing uh a year ago. I, I think it's stupid. Um, effectively this season, the, the whole Nick versus Nick thing is extra stupid because you're seeing Julius Randle and RJ play well together. So we got to stop this whole, oh, uh, you know, this guy is better than this guy, this guy. You know, it's stupid. No, we should want to always, you know, big up all of our players, regardless if we don't like the said player or not. You know, it's just, you know, fun to watch. Yo, yo, my, yo, every... Everything Buzz City. What's up, bro? Um, you come in enemy territory. You know, what brings you to my space today, bro? Oh, man, I just saw you guys. Uh, you had the live, so I wanted to hop in because I was mad as hell. Just What, what you mad about? That's Jack Cousin right there. That's, yeah. that's, that's Jack Cousin. <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, I don't even know what the fuck I just watched a couple hours ago. Like... It, it, it was terrible. The game basically ended at the first quarter when Brandon Miller went up and he tweaked that ankle. He was he, he was about to drop 20. Like, he, he had, I think, played nine minutes at 11 points, five for six from the field. He, he was balling. Ruined my prize picks. I had him over 11. Man, I hate Got it. just at 11. Ruined my shit. Everybody else hit. Oh, God. And, oh, and God. the thing is about the uh, – <laughs> This is a thing we've had for the past couple seasons, right? We win 43 games. That's cool. But at the halfway point, we were fourth in the entire conference. At one point, we were tied with the Bulls for first in the entire conference, I believe, like two, three weeks into the season. I know that doesn't really mean a lot, but before Gordon Hayward got injured, and I believe Miles Bridges missed a little bit of time with the injury, then we snowballed. But since then... Miles Bridges, suspended. Okay, missed the entire year. 
Cody Martin has what I believe is a uh, career ending injury, basically. And he's going to be on our roster for another year. What, what so, do you have? Uh, he had a really bad like knee surgery. He played last season six games, but they took him out, and he hasn't touched the court since. Mm. We have him for another year on contract. It was a good, good deal, eight million per, per for like a three-year contract. But we can't get out of it. I think in twenty-five to twenty-six season. So we're stuck with that. Um, so Lamella Ball, he's had his injury history. Uh, Terry Rozier can't stay healthy. Um, last couple of seasons, he only played like 60 games each year. Uh, Gordon Hayward, we know what he brings to the table. Injured like every two weeks is an entire thing. Um, so this team has so much problems with staying healthy. And this is the thing, State. You're talking about Brandon Miller and Brandon Ingram, right? Mm-hmm. He's from Kinston. All right. Love him. Love him. He grew up. I, I grew up from him about 30 minutes away. Awesome player. But he also has injury history. So you're talking about LaMelo Ball, who has injury history. And you're trading for a player who's good but has injury history. And trading away a piece in Brandon Miller that I think, based off of what I've seen so far, He's shown flashes of being an all-around player, mm-hmm. right? My, uh, I did a little thing on, on my Twitter where I did a career pr- projection of him, and my comps were ceiling Paul George. I've, I've seen him with mid-range. You saw it today. He had a great pull-up shot off, off of a pick-and-roll set. Bank. Uh, he had a 20-point performance against the Nets. He was money in that game. He has flashes of Paul George, and then his floor for me is – what Andrew Wiggins was supposed to be coming out of Kansas, right? A two-way star, a three-level scorer who can defend on the perimeter and get steals. So that's the type of player I see in him. I see all-NBA potential with him. The duo between um, Mello and Miller, you know, lobs, uh, off-ball sets with Miller catch-and-shoot opportunities. Like, it's endless. We have talent. Um, I was thinking about this earlier today. Uh, the the uh, Charlotte Hornets are kind of like a, 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 a python, right? So the head, of the, the head of the snake, okay, strong, right? Mark Williams, P.J. Washington, Lamella Ball, Miles Bridges, right? Strong head. But the problem with a python is they don't kill with their head, right? Yeah, they can bite you, but you can get away. The real problem is, is the entire body. The problem with is with the Hornets is they have the head, but they ha- have no fucking body at all. Teo Maladone, if I have to do this every game, why the fuck is he playing shooting guard? Why? Why is that happening? He, he's shot. He's only made like three threes. He's shooting like 20, 18% from three. It is god awful. I have to watch JT Thor. Apparently, he's supposed to be a defensive stomper. And he can't even stay in front of Randall. That's Randall, bro. What the fuck you mean? <laughs> what the fuck you mean, bro? Do something. Guard without talent. That, like, that's what JT Thor is supposed to be. He's supposed to be a three-point shooter and a defender. I've been saying this for about the past year. He is a P.J. Tucker without any leadership. He is a Tony Snell 
That that's that's all he does. Oh. Runs up and down the court and provides nothing defensively and offensively specifically. So there's a lot of question marks with the body of this team. And I agree. I agree. We are running Lamella Ball. We are wasting Lamella Ball. It will be studied after the Mitch Kupchak era of how the hell you took a team that was probably in 2021, I'd say top three young team. We were on the rise. We were supposed to be really good and then just squander it because we've become a joke the past couple years. And the more interesting thing is the new ownership. And you guys have been talking about how we need to get a star. Well, I think there is somebody in free agency. Uh, Toronto Raptor, Pascal Siakam. I think he, you know, he's a three-time All-Star, I believe, or two-time All-Star. Um, not having the best season this thus far, but he's exactly what we need. Um, defensive player, good two-way, uh, power forward. He would fit perfectly with this team. There has to be a lot of changes. And one more thing, I want to talk about the uh, Knicks. R.J. Barrett. I remember when he got drafted, um, he was viewed as like the the worst of the three. You know, had Zion, Ja, and I believe um, R.J. could become a 20, 22, 23, 24 point per game scorer. People call me insane. Now, I want you to look at his progression, right? I know he's not the best three-point shooter, but do you remember how bad he was out of Duke shooting the three and uh, free throws? He's in, he's improved in basically every aspect offensively. Um, so I'm very happy what he's able to do. And I think something that Nick fans need to take into account is, if I can say it, continuity. There we go. Right? <laughs> You need multiple years together, and this team has that right now. They're playing well. I know they beat the Hornets, but they uh, lost big to the Cavs in game one of a back-to-back, came back, won game two. So very interested to see what they're able to do. They have a lot of flexibility with their wings and stuff like that. So I think your roster is good and definitely top four team in the East. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that, man. Um, yo, Stan, don't it sound great? <laughs> somebody yeah, because you can't you can't do nothing but sit back and be like, okay, right? Like you just like what, what do you, what do you say when somebody talking about you but just put your feet up and just be like, all right, I'm gonna take it, you know? Like even if I don't feel a hundred percent about like what he said, you know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate the flowers, I do. I do appreciate the flowers. Um, I, I like your analysis a lot, what you were saying about your team, too. I like to hear about other people's teams. I like to hear people's their honest assessments of their team and what they need. You're definitely watching your team. You're watching our team. You know, people are afraid of the C-word continuity. I got, I got lit on fire. I got burnt at the stake for saying that's my favorite thing. That's what I've been praying for for years. For continuity, obviously, I would have wanted us to draft some picks as well, though, to bring along that continuity. You could have continuity in draft, right? You could definitely do both. We didn't do both, but we did one. And, yeah, it was by force, 
We, we, you know, a couple trades didn't go our way because people was trying to fleece us. It wasn't happening. Leon's like, shrewd. Nah, I'm not doing it. And the continuity plays. It, it works well when you you know who you're playing with. When RJ know that's that's big dog Jew. When Jew like, nah, that's your, that's that's RJ year five. I know I could just okay. He could sit back like a proud big bro. He could really do that. He ain't got to go crazy. Randall don't got to do that no more. Brunson could chill. It's 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 good. It's a good feeling. You like. Brunson could sit back. He got his homeboys around him. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, it's a good feeling. Definitely a good feeling. I'm loving what we what we going through right now. It's early. It's obviously nine. You know, we nine games in. We gonna have another. We gonna have a game where we play like shit, and we are gonna trash the team because that's what that's what we do. We gonna do game to game. But right now, I'm feeling good, man. You know what I mean? That's how we feeling right now. That's like, how we feel. Um, I, I got one more thing, right? So, New York, you guys have had a, let's say, um, a struggle the past maybe 10 years with sports in general. Um, and Charlotte's in a very interesting place. Now, to understand me, I've been a fan of the Panthers since 2009 or 2011 when we drafted Cam. And I've been a Bobcat fan, actually, uh, since 2012, um, after uh, KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen got got shipped out of Boston. I was a Boston Celtic fan for like a couple, couple of years, too. Um, but we are in such a dark place right now with our sports, with incompetence and in management, um, coaching, uh, owners not willing to spend money, owners who have money who don't spend it right and put it into the wrong wrong pieces. So as a small market, it sucks because I've been a fan of this team for going on, what now, over 10 years? And I have one playoff that I remember. I remember one. Miami Heat versus Charlotte Hornets. Kemba Walker carrying us to – to a game seven series and losing in game seven. That's the only memory of this team that I have where we were actually good and the 43 win team. And it feels like for me, cause I'm very passionate. I, I love this city. I remember going to Charlotte a couple years ago and me falling in love with the city. I've been to great cities, New York. Miami. Charlotte's fire. I love Charlotte. I, I love Charlotte. Charlotte is one of my favorite cities too. I, I just love it. So, uh, but it feels hopeless. You know, it feels like the city and sports right now is in the worst place it's been. And we've been in some bad. We won seven games one year. Seven with, with uh, I think it was Steve, Steven Jackson, um, Gerald Wallace, Bismack Biombo, and Kimball Walker. And I think it was DJ Augustine was our starting point guard. That was terrible. And, and we were supposed to be like a, actually solid team that year and we were the worst team in NBA history. So we've gone through some shit and it feels like it's never ending. So be thankful. Uh, you'll be all right. I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't feel sorry. I don't, yo, 
yo, yo, I don't mean to be rude, bro, but you know, the Hornets, you had Baron Davis, you had the luxury of watching, you know, certain plays that I like to watch when I was growing up, when I was around 12, 13 years old. I used to love using the Charlotte Hornets on NBA Live 2003. You remember Baron Davis with the with the foot with the wing icon? And he had the lock icon next to him? Come on now. Come on now. Yeah. Your, team, your team had fun players, man. Yeah, I understand those state. The first memory I have of Charlotte Hornets was rebuilding them on 2K11. You want to so, hear my memory of the Knicks? All right, I'll hear it. My first notable memory of the Knicks was watching Antonio McDice bust his knee up in preseason after we traded multiple first-round picks for him. You want a memory like that? Yeah? You want to go through 2001 to 2010 with no first-round picks? I'd rather miss out on a guy like Michael Kidd Gilchrist and say that I drafted second than not have a first-round pick at all. You'll be okay. You will be fine, bro. I watched this team go to no Eastern Conference Finals. The Knicks have been to the playoffs four times in 20 years, brother. You will be fine. <laughs> brother, we have not won a playoff series since, I think, 1998 or 2003. It's it has okay. been 20 years. Y'all got to love Melo Ball. I don't want to hear it. Y'all got to love Melo Ball. Yeah, thanks, man. Until y'all trade Melo somewhere, I, I'm... Mm. Look, give them the money. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure y'all rebuild <laughs> start off on a great foot. <laughs> Please. Save uh, us, man. Jesus. Oh, God. Yo, hearing another fan talk about his team and just destroy his team is so – it makes me feel better about my team, man. The Knicks, the Knicks we good, man. We, we all right, man. We just need a Trust tall – hmm? You are. You are for real. You have had some good – I know it's been hard, but you've had some good moments. Mello, Lin Sanity. You remember Lin Sanity? That don't d- don't fucking mention Lin Sanity right yeah, now. Don't, don't that, shit that shit that shit hurts too much still. I, I know, I know. I was fucked yeah. up. What happened? We would have won a fucking chip if Lin would have fucking played it. <laughs> Man, I, I, so many good memories with the Knicks throughout my my time watching basketball. Um, it's been dark, but I'm so happy. You guys are finally back in it, back in the picture. Um, I know Nick fans can get a little ridiculous sometimes, like tearing down um, Randall's uh, stuff in the playoffs. You know, at least you got there. At least you won a, won a series that you were supposed to lose. Apparently, I had you guys in six. Guess what? You won in five. So uh, congrats to you guys, man. Um, you got a good team. Julius Randle, uh, he's really underrated for me. I know he's kind of in- inconsistent in the playoffs, but regular season, he gets you there. Brunson continuing to grow. R.J. Barrett still has steps he can take. Um, Grimes, I think he can be a great two-way guard. I uh, don't think starting is the best for him. I think off the bench would be perfect with uh, – um, what, what's the white kid? Uh, Golden State. Divincenzo? Uh, yes, Divincenzo. I mean, you got, you got death, which – the Hornets need. It means something. Well, well, we could give y'all some depth if you give us LaMelo Ball. Give me Sims. I'll take Sims. I'll give you Richard. <laughs> you give us LaMelo Ball, we could give you some depth. And some picks. You could have some picks, too. We have three players that are untouchable. 
Mark Wood. We got we got four first rounders next year. Probably gonna be three. What teams though? We got the Bucks. We got the Mavs. And um we have our own. Those are all and the, and, and, and the Detroit drain ain't gonna convert. Mid- but still. That don't mean nothing. You like, can hit on the draft. Yo. You can hit in the draft. You you expect this this team drafted James Booknight <laughs> Ty Jones. Ty yeah. Jones. Look, look, just <laughs> get third, you a, a, a GM. Let, you know, shit. Um, um, Scott Perry out there. You know I'm saying he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Perry out there. Like, they drafted uh, the guy that draws on 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 the fucking walls. You'll be all right. Your therapy session has ended, brother. Back to shit. Thank on y'all. Back right, to y'all. Big fans. Thank Peace, you, brother. Um, appreciate you. I, I, mm-hmm. I got last, last but not least, man. This is why I call people out when they say stupid shit like this. Josh. Josh, oh Josh. Josh, you haven't wrote a tweet about RJ Barrett all season. Josh, you called Randall a championship one option for years. Josh, you done tried to trade RJ Barrett for Paul George, Kawhi, for everybody known under the sun. This is the first tweet you give me this season about RJ Barrett. This is the reason why I can't talk ball with everybody. I can't talk ball with everybody. You see what my tweets? Yo, Randall making RJ a better basketball player. It's no narratives needed for that. But that's what you, that's your first tweet? Some of you motherfuckers need to give it up, bro. Stop being miserable and enjoy your Knicks team. <laughs> people, yo, Stan, I swear to God, there's people that secretly not liking RJ Barrett popping this shit. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you from, from how a, I interact with Niggas sucking their teeth. Uh, I know. Every time you make a shot. You, make a shot. It... <laughs> you, you know the uh, the you know the Drewski? <laughs> He's rolling around the drink and he throws it. Big mad. Oh, big mad. Um, but you know, shout out to everybody who's in the space, man. Appreciate everybody who pulled up. Uh appreciate you guys, man. Knicks beat the shit out of the fucking Hornets. It's time for me to go handle a couple of things, go do some merch things. Y'all know how I do, man. I've been sending fucking orders out all fucking weekend, man. And um, I appreciate you guys for for joining me on today's space, man. All of the hundred people, I think the most we got up on here was like 120 or something like that. Um, 120 on a Sunday after the Knicks game in the afternoon, that's love. So I appreciate you guys, man. And with that said, man, shout out to my guy Stan. Um, and all the people who came up to the panel, uh, all my guys that's at, at the bottom, even the random Abbeys, man, who support me, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Um, and shout out to um, all the ladies who be, who be tuning in, too. Um, I didn't see my girl Nisha today. She probably busy. I see my girl Miss Kai here today. So shout out to you, Miss Kai. And um, once again, continue to be happy for the Knicks. Fan for the, fan for the team how you want to fan. Um, call, call it how you see it. Just be truthful and leave the narratives for me. <laughs> oh, God. That's Peace. what it is. <laughs> Peace Appreciate and you staying right. your man, Stan. And me. All right, yo. Happy Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday. All right. Bye.
This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today.